0: Psalms 112, Psalms 108, Psalms 57. Uh, I'm, I'm still riding on the VBS. Uh, some things were said in there that uh, got me thinking and I, I went to Bible, got to looking. We preached Sunday morning about uh, 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 getting right, get, 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 get right with God, yeah. make, make a choice you got to choose, and your choice is yours. I can't choose for you. You can't choose for me. But every one of us has to make a choice. Now, uh, some choices are easy to make. Uh, you know, I, I know what kind of toothpaste I like, and you might not like it, but that's, that's my choice. But there are choices that will affect you, not only you, but it will affect your family. And not only affect you and your family, but it will affect where you spend eternity at. And we need to make sure our choices are that for God in heaven. Amen. But tonight I want to just preach a little bit on get your heart fixed. Get your heart fixed. Uh, let me, I'm going to read three verses in each verse. And in each thing we'll, we'll finish up in Psalms 57. But Psalms 112, verse number 7. He said, He shall not be afraid of evil tides. His heart is fixed. His heart is fixed. Trusting in the Lord. Look at Psalms 108. Psalms 108, verse number 1. O oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Think Psalms 57 with me tonight. Psalms 57, verse number 7. My heart is fixed, O oh God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight, Lord. Just help us just for this brief moment, Lord, to uh, see what you would have for us, Lord. Let us open our hearts and minds to receive your word and to apply it to our lives, Father. We'll just praise you for what you do. Empty yourself and fill me your spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. The Bible here is speaking about a man that fears the Lord, a man whose delights are in the commandments of the Lord. Like I said, I want to preach on it, let's get our hearts fixed. I have just read to you four times in three separate verses where David makes the declaration that his heart is fixed. Now we understand that when the Bible talks about man's heart, it's not necessarily talking about the physical organ that is pumping the blood in your body although sometimes they do need to be fixed. When the Bible talks about the heart, the Bible said, For the heart the man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confesseth made salvation. The Bible talks about for where your treasure is, there will your heart be. Solomon told his son, My son, give me thy heart. He was not talking about reaching inside his chest and pulling that pumping organ out, uh, and hanging on to it. The heart, the Bible is the seed of emotion. It, it's you, it's the heart. It's, it's the scriptures, is that that's what you desire. It's what you long for. It's what you ponder on. It's what you what you're after, what you're searching for. It really is essential to you tonight. The Bible talks about the kinds of heart evil hearts, uh, stony hearts. He talks about wicked hearts. There are all kinds of uh, different hearts in the Bible that you can have tonight. Here he's talking about getting his heart fixed. Let me say, say this. When he's talking about this fixing, it's not saying this, uh, understand when he's said fixed. He's not saying his heart needs to be fixed. Fixed or repaired. He's not talking about desires, his emotions, or his needs to be fixed like uh, he's been broken down or something. He, he, he needs something to be repaired in his life. It's broken up. That's not the context of the thought of this fixing. The word fix in all three of these verses we have read this this night, the word mean, fix means. Please don't miss this. The word fix means to be firm, to be stable, to be established, or to be fastened to one place. He's talking about fixing his position. There's nothing can be moved. He, I can't, he can't move me. Nothing will shift me. Nothing will move me from this spot that I'm in. Nothing's going to get me out of where I'm at. Easily move me to another spot. Let me say the Bible has been a, uh, there's been times in wishy-washy in our life that we've been up and down, in and out, unstable, unestablished, on un- all these things. There's been times in my life that's where I've been. We're living in a day where people are not fixed at all. I'm not talking about they're uh, broken or anything. And broken hearts. I'm dealing with I'm dealing with the day among God's people. We live in an unstable, unhearted generation of Christians tonight. Here, this child of God said, My heart is fixed. It is stable. It is established. My God, my heart is fixed on one thing. And He tells us over and over. His heart is fixed on the Lord. His heart is fixed on God. He, his heart is fixed on the things of God. His heart is fixed on the house of God. His heart is fixed on the word of God. If the heart is not, uh, is not fixed this morning, it would do you good to get your heart fixed tonight. I, I loved the VBS. I thought it was a great VBS. My heart's still running in all different directions for what we've seen and what we've heard in the kids and all that I really did. David said, "From Sunday to Saturday, my heart is stable. My heart established. Uh, my, my heart is firm. My heart is fastened, and I have one desire, and that is to do what the will of God in my life. Your eyes, we're living in a day of unstable people. I mean people are unstable today. I mean the day we're all about seeing uh, serving God and next week you could be outside doing something else and don't give church another thought. Don't give the word of God another thought. Don't give God another thought. And then finally they come back to church and praise God and give God the glory. We're living in an unstabilized Christian world today. Their hearts are not fixed on the things that it needs to be fixed on tonight. They come to the house of God and they shed tears at the altar and asking God to touch them, God to lift them up, and then you can't find them the next Sunday. You can't find them if you had a CNI dog or FBI, you can't find them no more because they're gone. I don't know how people can serve God one day and love God one day and the very next day don't give God a thought or thought, uh, a mention in their life at all. serving the lord today serving the devil tomorrow giving into the flesh and giving in the worldly desires today and going to the house of god on sunday praising god we're living in an unstable world today and i'm talking about christian people god has a design for his children tonight that's to get your single heart get it fixed and i'm not saying you will always Hit the goal or hit the mark. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you. Once it happens, you're always going to be right. But at the end of the day, your heart has not been moved. You have not wavered. You have not been moved out. You've been established and rooted in the things of God. Even when your faults and failures, God sees your heart. Your heart has not changed when you've failed. Your heart's not been changed because something happened in your life. Your position has been established and you're rooted in that fixed situation with God. I know all kinds of Christians talking, I need, I need the Lord's help. I'm praying the Lord will help me. My heart is broken. But when you watch their lives and what they do and how they're living, there's nothing stable in their life. They're going up and down, in and out, and wish the wishy-washy. There's nothing stable in their life, but yet they want God to help them. Your heart will never be, get repaired. Listen, your heart will never get repaired until it gets rooted. Amen. Amen. And I, I want the young people to really get a hold of this. And that's why I, I, I love the VBS because it was about rooted. And I want the young people to get, get this in their hearts that they got to be fixed, rooted in the things of God in the day that they're living now because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Get rooted. I, I'm worried about people going to live without God for weeks on end and then come to church like nothing has happened. It doesn't bother them. We've seen them. We've got them here. They do that. They pop in and pop out. But what really worries me is those that have legitimate problems in their life that only God can solve, that only God can deal with got that problem in their life, and yet they will not come and let God fix it and get them right and let them get rooted in the things of God. They still carry on their own life doing their own thing. They keep coming, God, help me. God, I need some help. But you know what? God said you got to help yourself first. You've got to get in that place and that position where God can help you because your heart will never get fixed until you get rooted in the Word of God and the things of God tonight. It starts right here. You know the reason why you don't find a lot of people getting rooted and grounded in the Word of God? Getting fixed means being faithful. It means being faithful. I'm going to fasten to it I'm going to live for God. I'm going to walk for God. I'm going to breathe the words of God in my life. God wants to fix you. You're going to have to fix something yourself. David said, oh, God, my heart is fixed. He didn't ask God to do it. He didn't say, God, fix my heart. David said, oh, God, my heart is fixed. David knew what God can do in his life. David knew where God had brought him and things that God had delivered him. He said, I'm going to fix my heart on God. I've seen what God can do in my life. I've been up and down. I've been everywhere in my life, but I know God is still stable and God is faithful. I'm just going to fix my heart on God whether I'm right or wrong or serving God or not. My heart is fixed on serving God. And we know the life of David. He was not always the man that served God right. But when he got brought to his attention that he was wrong, he got down on his knees and asked God to forgive him. And he went back to serving God and walking with God. God expects you to do something. God, make me more faithful. Faithful begins with you. It starts in your life. Yeah. You, you've got to say, Lord, uh, I, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to root myself and fix myself and being faithful to you every day. Now I don't hit the mark every day. You don't hit the mark every day, but Lord, I'm going to be faithful enough that when I don't hit the mark, it's not going to move me. It's not going to sway me. I'm still going to be rooted and established and be firm in you all the time. I know we don't hit the mark every day. Yeah. We're none of us are perfect. We're not perfect. But I'm going to stay fixed. (laughs) I'm not going to let it move me into a different direction. I'm going to stay fixed with the word of God. This man's heart is fixed even in his calamities. Notice what he said in verse 1 of chapter 57. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful unto me for my soul thirst trusted in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpast. You know what's happening in this chapter right here? Saul is chasing David. He's on the run. He's got one major calamity in his life. He had to leave his family. He had to leave his home. And yet in the biggest Part of his calamity of his life he said Lord my heart is fixed I, I'm not changing no matter what's doing on in my life no matter what I'm facing no matter what I'm dealing with I'm not changing my heart is fixed he said I will still got a fixed heart no matter what I'm going through I, I know what I want and what I am after the calamities uh, uh, have not changed my desires of serving God. It has not changed the, the one I'm living for. It has not changed the one I'm walking with. I'm stable. My heart is stable even in the calamities of my life. Well, wouldn't that be great for us to be, say, Lord... No matter what i'm facing and we face calamities we go in through trials and troubles all the time lord but even in the midst of my trials and troubles my heart's going to still be fixed to you god knows it looks bad god knows what we're going through he knows what we feel how we feel he knows everything about us god sees you but yet his heart is fixed Apostle Paul said in Acts 20, Save the Holy Ghost witness in every city, saying that the bonds and the afflictions abide me. But now these things move me, neither count my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Paul said, hey, even in my calamities, in my trials, uh, it's not swaying me, it's not moving me, it's not changing my position on who I am uh, and what I'm doing. He said, I have troubles, Lord. I've got bonds, I've got afflictions. With all this, it's not going to move me. With all this I'm facing, it's not going to move me. My heart is fixed. I'm going to keep serving God. Now, I know some Christians when calamity's come coming into their life, they quit. They throw her in the towel. They raise their hands up. I'll be truthful with you. Some of y'all have it a lot of easier tonight. Serve God if you didn't serve God at all. You'd have it a lot easier. I said, Preacher, what do you mean? How, how can I have it easier? God is great. Yeah, God is great, but you know what? You wouldn't have the many, as the, all the troubles in, in your life and the trials in your life if you didn't serve God because the devil is after you. But let me just say, at the end, it's worth all of serving God. But some of us go through so much in our lives that we have all these troubles in our life that if we didn't serve God, we might have it easier. But let me just say, the end results is great. Yes. Yeah. Serving God, no matter what I go through, no matter what I face, I still have peace in my life. I still have that joy in my life. No matter what storm I'm facing, no matter what I'm going through, I still have that joy and peace in my life. And the only place you get true joy in your life is through the word of God and in God himself. And then we have to look forward through eternity afterwards. The reason why you have a lot of problems that you're walking with God, you got because you're faithful and you're serving God. The more you're faithful to God and the things of God, the devil comes at you harder and harder. You're just going to have to make your mind up that I'm going to serve God no matter what comes my way. It's worth it at the end to serve God. To f- feel God's presence and know that God answers your prayers when you get down on your knees and pray. It's good to know that God still hears it. He serves God in spite of his calamities in his life. Wouldn't that be great if no matter what we go through they got a new song out I don't know who sings it but one of the verses in there says if it rains I'm just going to build a boat and ride out the storm. Why don't we just build boats when it rains? When the storm comes your way, when your calamities come to your life, why don't you just build a boat and say, Lord, I'm going to ride it out. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to turn back. Too many people didn't turn back. Too many people do turn back. His heart was fixed in the middle of his conflicts. Notice verse number 3. He shall send from heaven and say, save me from the reproach of him that would have me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. He said, there's somebody out there to get me. Somebody's out there reproaching me, telling lies, doing me wrong. Will I stop going to church because somebody said something? I got hurt. i am be honest with you. Probably all of us have been hurt in church at one time or another. I was hurt so bad one time I went home, locked myself in the bedroom and got in the corner and cried, Lord, I don't want no more of this. I don't want no more of this. And the more I said, Lord, I don't want no more of this, Lord said, (laughs) no, no. He said, something down inside is going to make you. And it was, and finally that very next Sunday, I'm right back in church. You know know what? You're going to get hurt. People are going to say things about you. And, and David said, hey, no matter what conflict comes my way, no matter what lies they're going to say on me, I'm going to still be fixed on the things of God. Yeah. Yeah, in spite of what people say, in spite of what people do, I'm not going to let somebody get me out of serving God because of what somebody said. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm worried about Christians get upset too quickly. You have to walk on eggshells around them because, you know, you're scared you might say the wrong thing. (laughs) Tiptoe around. I'm I'm sorry. If I say something up here to offend you, take it up with God. I'm just a messenger. (laughs) Amen. Amen. But there are too many people get offended about what's going on. If I got offended what people say all the time, I wouldn't go back to church either. But I don't get offended no more. Say what you will, say what you won't. I'm still serving God. I'm not giving up on God. My heart is fixed. I'm established. I'm firm. I'm rooted in things of God, not the things of the world. And David said, hey, I don't have anybody to... Uh, uh, encourage me I don't, ha- I don't have anybody to say anything good about me A- and guess where all this started at the Edomite Doe, the Edomite was talking the lies and spreading gossip on David at the house of God hey, oh come on now you mean you've heard nothing but the truth at the house of God People spread lies in the house of God. People like to talk about people in the house of God. Amen, they do. David said, hey, I'm not getting discouraged and it's not going to stop me from going back to church. I still love God. I still love the house of God, the Word of God, the worship of God, the hearing the Word of God. Just because some knucklehead said something about what's going on I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up on God. Amen. Amen. His heart was fixed in his conflict. His heart was fixed in the midst of his different crowds. I love this. Look at verse number four. My soul is among lions, and I even even among them are set on fire. Even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongue is sharp, sword please don't miss this according to our text david does not let the crowd he is around change his heart you know what i want for all these young people in here today that when they go back to their schools when they go back to the things they don't let the crowd at the churches or the schools change their hearts They get fixed and right. They get serving God. get fixed and rooted in it. Don't let some crowd sway you out. And I tell you, that crowd is out there. They want to pull you away from the things of God. They'll mock you because you serve God. They'll laugh at you because you serve God. Don't let the crowd that you're hanging around with change your mind about who you're serving. Amen. I, I, I worry about young people today when they come to church. And go to these public schools. It's heartening out there. I want them to get saved. To get right with God. And start living for God. And moving for God. And working for God. I'm talking about getting rooted. When you come back. It doesn't matter what crowd surrounds you. Or crowd you're in. You're still going to keep on serving God. Just keep on walking with God. Can I say this? Pure, pure pressure has no limit on age. But it's worse when you're younger. <laughs> because you, you care about what people think about you. you. You care about what people say about you. And you care about what they say more than you, God's, what the Bible says. Sca- young people are scared of get ridiculed. They're scared to get mocked. They're scared of rejection. It's God or hell. you got to make your mind up. You'll do almost anything you can do from getting ridiculed. You get laughed at, get mocked at, made fun of. How many of you heard this? If you jumped off the clip, would you jump with them? That was a favorite. I, mine was... Don't climb the tree and fall out and break your leg because you don't come running to me you ain't going to the hospital. I'd shake my head. Mm-mm. A good population of young people today, yes, and we, we know we, we have been the stable stability in the young people's life that ain't even know what gender they are today. They don't know what to say or how to say it. There's no way a young person can be stable in life when they're teaching them, Hey, you can be anything you want to be today. There's no stability in their life. People today, young kids today, and I'm talking about four and five and six and seven years old, are being told, Hey, you don't have to be what you're born. You can be anything you want to be. thing about it is when they teach this, these kids run after it. They run after it. Because they're not being told the truth. Parents today are not taking them to the house of God and letting them be taught the truth. They'll just chase that rabbit and go right on down in the hole with them in their lives. Make your mind up, get your heart fixed on who you are and who you're serving. It's easy to go to church and act like those in church. But when you go back to your schools or go to your home, you start acting like what you live in, that environment there. I I pray that our young people, when they leave church, they still got that atmosphere at home is the same as in the church. I'm just telling you. I've seen so many kids come to church, and I've heard Mom and Daddy say some things like, man, is that what you're teaching your kids all week long and don't expect us to get them cleaned up on Sunday because it takes more. It takes more. We've got kids like that. They come from broken homes. They've been taught all different things and, and we try to instill the word of God in them and show them that we love them and care about them. God loves them and cares for them. But yet they still go back home to that environment. You need to pray for those kids. He was fixed in his consecration. Look at verse number 8 and 9. Awake up, my glory. Awake, sorcery and harps. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O God, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. And this man that is concentrated to God, he doesn't care what the people think about him. He's not worried about what people say about him. They're not going to change his mind. This guy is stable. Why? He's established. He's firm. He's fixed. He said four times in verses, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. I like that. So how are we going to fix our hearts? How, why do we get our hearts fixed? How do we get that rooted and firm and established and stability in our lives that we're serving God? Let me quick, quick three things and we'll go home. First of all, the heart must be all in. One of the defini- definitions of the word fixed is to be fastened. Be fastened. When you take a nail and fasten it into something in the wall, if you dry, I don't know if y'all do any dry work. I don't do nail work. I, do, I don't do that. But I know if you take a nail and drive it into a dry wall, there's nothing solid there to hold that. That's why you have to buy a stud finder. I bought one and couldn't find none. I didn't think my house had any studs in it until I put it on me. <laughs> but you got to find something that you can fasten that nail into that'll hold the weight. He said, hey, I've got fastening to something that's stability. I've got fastening something that's stable. I'm not going to be wishing, what well. I'm not going to let it get me down. If you put it in drywall, you can't put a lot of weight on it. But if you get all in, if you get your heart all in, where you can't pull out and break off. I think why some people are wobbly and unstable in their lives is because they're not all in. (laughs) You come to church, you have a a form of godliness about you. But you're not all in. You're not all in. You're easy to be removed. Whatever crowd you're with, whatever conflict comes your way. But when you're all in, you're not easily to be moved. You're fixed. You're attached to something, and you're not coming out. The problem with a lot of Christians today, they're not all in. i I'll tell you what the Lord wants. He wants somebody the lord said he wants somebody that's getting all in and the only way that you can get all in is let god take his word and use it like a hammer and drive it into your heart every day every day every day put that word in it god says when you get fixed I'm going to take the Word of God, and I'm going to hammer it in. I'm going to get it deep, and I'm going to get it, make sure it stays there. Get it drived into your life that, nay, hey, you're not easily moved. You're not easily uh, to be moved out of it. Drive down in the church. Get rooted in the church. Get fixed in the church. Get stable in the church with the people of God and the things of God and the commandments of God. And let it have the perfect work of God in your life. The heart must be all alone. Did you notice where David is? I, I like the heading of the Psalms. It tells them, it tells us who was written for and who was written by. This one said, "When he fled, Saul in the cave." David is all alone in this cave, and don't miss this—right by himself. The priest is not there. The brethren ain't there. David is all by himself. Right by himself, he says, my heart is fixed. You know, it's the hardest thing for Christians to do today to be fixed when they're by themselves. Nobody sees me. Nobody knows where I'm at. Nobody knows what I'm doing. you right. I don't see. You don't see. Nobody else sees, but God sees And David said, I'm all by myself. I'm in this cave. I got all this circumstance going on in my life, but yet even that mist, I am fixed. He's in a place where nobody else can encourage him. There's nobody in there to encourage him. But at the end of the day, that's all he's got is you. If I get it good, good, I get us all fixed together. I mean, one mind, one heart, one accord, striving together in a faith, the gospel. But it's impossible. It's impossible. I can't fix nobody's heart but mine. Can't do it. You have to fix your own heart. I, I've seen people raise their children in the house of Lord. And now they're sitting on the pews crying because their children are not serving God. The children are out in the world living for the flesh and all that stuff. And yet there's other people they raise their kids in the house of God, and their children are serving God. And they, they get upset. Why? 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 I, I love to come and tell you why. I love to come and fix your heart and give you the answers, but I, I can't. I can't. You got to fix your heart. You have to make a personal step and say, I am going to get my heart fixed. That's between you and God, nobody else. That's why he gives us the altar that we can come and say, Lord, here I am. I'd like to get my heart fixed with you. I want to serve you. I want to walk with you. I want to get closer to you. That's where the Lord does his business at the altar. heart must be all in the heart must be alone the heart must be about him it's got to be about him look who David is fixed to verse number seven my heart is fixed oh God my heart is fixed Psalms 108 says oh God my heart is fixed Psalms 112 said he said the man's heart is fixed in trusting in the Lord you know how to really get your heart fixed You gotta establish it and stabilize it to something, to someone that is stable, that is fixed. Problem is a lot of Christians, we 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 want to attach ourselves to things that are not stable. Things that's in and out. And somebody else is in and out, and you attach themselves to them, you're gonna be in and out. But David said, I'm gonna fix myself to something that is stable, established. He's fixed already. I'm going to fix myself to something that I know uh, no matter what. uh, He's always going to be the same. He's always going to do what he said he's going to do. But there is a man who fixed his life. He established his life. He set his anchors down on a rock. That is Jesus. That's his word today. If you just make up your mind, I'm fixing my life to Him, to Jesus. I'm fixing my life to the rock of ages. I'm fixing my life to one that's not shaky, not uh, unstable, but I'm fixing my life to one that is established before the beginning of the world. Someone that is tried, someone that is true. You can make it tonight if you established yourself in him. The problem with people that fix their life, sometimes they f- fall instead of something that is stable. They fix themselves to something that's other than stable. They said, I can't change. I want to encourage you tonight. You can't change yourself. No matter what you're facing, no matter what ordeal you're going through, no matter what trouble you're going through, you cannot change yourself. But I promise you this. If you get fixed and rooted and established and firm and stable in the one that is always fixed, he will help you. He will help you. He'll give you guidance. He'll tell you what you need to do. Get your heart fixed and the desires for God. And that goes for all of us, not only the young people, but it also goes for the adults. We'll never get young people fixed and rooted and established until we get the adults fixed, rooted and established. It starts with each one of us. It takes you and it takes me to get fixed. And when we get fixed together, then we come in that one of mine, one accord. Serving God, worship God, praising God. And that's the greatest thing you'll ever have. We might not always agree on the things, but let me tell you what. We agree that God is God and Lord is yep. Lord. And <laughs> hey, the rest of that stuff just go away or by. But God is God. Amen. Get your heart fixed. Let's get these young people, get them fixed and get them rooted in the words of God that their desires is nothing but for God. Amen. Serving God. Anybody?